This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind in last night at American Family Field in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The Marlins and the Brewers played game two of their four-game weekend tilt. Sandy Alcantara in what may have been, we'll find out, his final start of 2022 went opposite of the right-hander and last year's Cy Young Award winner Corbin Burns. And for the recap, as always, here is Glenn Gefter. Uh, Sandy Alcantara made start number 32 on the season tonight here in Milwaukee. He was brilliant, as he has been all season long, but Sandy and the Marlins come up just short. They lose to Corbin Burns and the Brewers one to nothing. Sandy, an eight-inning complete game, and the Marlins drop to two and two on the road trip with this setback here against the Brewers. We knew coming in it was not going to be a good night to be a hitter with Corbin Burns last year's Sign Award winner starting for the Brewers and Sandy Alcantara who we anticipate winning the award this year starting for Miami and this game was scoreless all the way into inning number six. Sandy struck out the first batter of the game Christian Yelich in inning number one. It was Sandy's 200th strikeout of the season Sandy becomes the first pitcher in Marlins history with multiple 200 strikeout seasons. Did it last year, 201. Does it again here in 2022 with his total of eight strikeouts tonight. 207 Ks on the season for Alcantara. That's the fourth most in the National League. He set down the first six in a row before Jace Peterson singled with Nobody out in the third inning. Peterson stole second base. He was sacrificed at third, so the Brewers had a chance in the third inning. Runner at third, one out, but Sandy was able to strike out the number nine man, Garrett Mitchell. Then he got Christian Yelich on a comebacker, and we stayed scoreless with Corbin Burns hanging zeros left and right all the way into the sixth inning. Bottom of the sixth, Garrett Mitchell, the rookie center fielder, let off with a single. He stole second. We have talked about stolen bases being an issue for Sandy. He allows 24 of them in... 28 attempts here in 2022. The Mitchell advance to second on the steal was big because with one out in that sixth inning, Willie Adamas singled between the shortstop Rojas and the third baseman Wendell, putting men at the corners. And that brought Rowdy Telez up to the plate in a scoreless game, sixth inning. The 1-0. Telez into center field, going back on a day of the cruise. He's onto the warning track, makes the catch. Runner tags at third. Mitchell's coming home. And somebody has finally scored. The Brewers go up 1-0 in the sixth. Sandy would then get Hunter Renfro to fly to the track in right field, ending the sixth inning, but the damage was done. Milwaukee had a 1-0 lead and a red-hot pitcher in Corbin Burns on the mound. Burns a 1-2-3 seventh inning, struck out a pair in a 1-2-3 eighth inning. He retired the final eight Marlins in a row. He was done after eight with a 1-0 lead for Burns tonight. Looking like the Sign Award winner he was last year. Four hits, no runs, no walks, seven strikeouts, 103 pitches, 62 strikes. Meanwhile, Sandy was cruising along. After the sack fly by Telez, he got the final out in the sixth inning, a couple of strikeouts in one, two, three, seventh. 
in the eighth. Omar Narvaez led off with a comebacker for the first stop, but Garrett Mitchell then doubled to left. So Milwaukee had an important add-on man at second base, one out in the eighth inning, but Sandy was able to strike out Christian Yelich, went over for two Ks tonight, and then trying to put out the fire, went after Willie Adamas. Sandy, the one-two pitch to Adamas. Swing and a miss. He struck him out 100 miles per hour. Look out, Sandy. I see you, boy. I see you. His 100th pitch of the night, maybe his final pitch of the season. Sandy Alcantara blows Adamas away, his eighth strikeout in the ball game. And if that's the last we see of Cy Young Sandy here in 2022, it's a spectacular way to remember him. It was his 3,248th pitch of the season, most in Major League Baseball. Every single one of them thrown with Jacob Stallings behind the plate. And he got us into the ninth. The Marlins down just one nothing tonight. Devin Williams came on looking for his 15th save and 16 tries. But Lewin Diaz led off with a base hit into center field. So the Marlins had life in the ninth inning. Peyton Burdick ran at first base. Williams then walked John Birdie. So the Marlins had first and second with nobody out in the ninth inning, down by a single run. On the first pitch, Joey Wendell showed bunt, pulled the bat back, took in the dirt for ball one. He gave up on the bunt after that, wound up striking out, swinging for the first out. Brian De La Cruz then took a call, third strike for the second out. Avi Garcia watched four straight changeups that all missed out of the strike zone. So the walk to Garcia loaded the bases for the Marlins with two outs in the ninth inning, down one nothing. They were searching all night long for a big hit in support of Sandy, and their last chance against Devin Williams in the ninth was Jesus Sanchez in his first game since coming back from AAA. The 2-2. Swing and a miss. Sanchez strikes out, and the Brewers beat Sandy one nothing. Marlins leave them loaded in the ninth. Miami sent six to the plate. They made Williams throw 27 pitches. 21 change-ups, by the way, among the 27 pitches. He allowed a hit, he walked two, and he struck out three. It was a Mitch Williams-type bin. If you think back to the wild thing, who made his name with the Cubs and later pitched for the Phillies, among several other teams over the course of his career back in the 80s and 90s. But Williams gets it done. Burns, eight innings, a four-hit shutout ball, no walks, seven Ks for the win over Sandy Alcantara, who works the eight-inning complete game tonight. Five hits, one run, no walks, eight strikeouts, 100 pitches, 75 strikes. So Sandy, if he is done, would finish the year 14-9 with a 2.29 earned run average. Sandy works 228 and two-thirds innings. Sandy records 207 strikeouts. His six complete games tied with Kevin Brown back in 1997 for fourth most in Marlins history. The only pitchers with more complete games in a single season for the Marlins. Well, you had Levon Hernandez with nine in 1998. A.J. Burnett, seven in 2002. Dontrell Willis had seven in 2005. Sandy's six complete games are the most far and away of any pitcher in baseball this year, more than any team has in all of baseball. There have been 35 complete games thrown in the majors. Sandy has six of them. Framer Valdez of the Astros has thrown three. Aaron Nola of the Phillies, two. The only other pitcher with more than one. The Red Sox's team have four. The Astros, Phillies, and Cardinals have thrown three. Four teams have two. Eight teams have one. Thirteen teams have no complete games. Sandy with his sixth of the season here tonight. And again, a reminder, he could have had a seventh. He threw nine scoreless innings in the start earlier this year at home against the Nationals. 
in a game the Marlins went up losing in 10 innings. So he threw nine scoreless. Marlins lost, though, 2-1 to one in the 10th in that ball game. So a tough luck loss for Sandia. Tough luck one-run loss for the Marlins here tonight. It's their 39th one-run loss of the season. Now 22-39 and 39 in games decided by a single run. They've played the most one-run games. They've lost the most one-run games in all of baseball. Miami's dropped its last seven straight one-run decisions, 12 of the last 13. Marlins are 3-18 and 18 in one-run games beginning August 2nd. The 39 one-run losses not only extend a club record, they're tied for the ninth most in modern Major League history. The last team to lose at least 39 one-run games in the season, the 1992 Los Angeles Dodgers, who lost 40 that year. You've got to go back 30 years to find the last time any team lost as many one-run games as the Marlins have this year, and they're not done potentially with five games remaining. Those 92 Dodgers, that was one year before the Marlins played their first game in 93. So no team's done this in the entirety of the Marlins' existence until the Marlins do it here in 2022. For the Brewers tonight, a run, five hits, no errors, four left. For the Marlins, no runs, five hits, no errors. They left five on base, three in the ninth. Corbin Burns, the winning pitcher, 12-8. and eight. He was magnificent. Sandy Alcantara, the loser, 14-9. He was every bit as magnificent. Devin Williams with his 15th save of the season and 16 tries. This one completed in a brisk two hours, 28 minutes. So the Brewers are 2-2 two two on their homestand. They're now 84-73 on the season, 44-32 here at American Family Field. They're back within half game of the Phillies for the third wildcard spot of the National League, though the Phillies do own the tiebreaker by winning the season series. As for the Marlins, they fall to 2-2 two two on this road trip. They were 1-1 one one against the Mets at City Field. They're now 1-1 one one to start this four-game series in Milwaukee. Marlins fall to 65-92 and 92 on the season, now 33-46 and 46 on the road. They're 32-46 and 46 at home, 33-46 and 46 away from Lone Depot Park. The Marlins and Auto Nation working together again this year to strike out cancer in our communities. Every time Marlins pitch records a strikeout in 2022, $25 donated to Auto Nation's Drive Pick Initiative Sport Cancer Research. Tonight, eight strikeouts, $200 more for the season, 1,375 Ks, and a total of $34,375 from the Marlins to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative. Brewers win it one nothing as Corbin Burns outduels Sandy Alcantara. Rowdy Telez, a sixth-inning sack fly, the only run in this game. Marlins had the bases loaded in the ninth, but come up just short against Devin Williams in what may have been Sandy's final start of what ought to be the Marlins' first ever Cy Young Award season. Another complete game for Sandy Alcantara, unfortunately on the wrong side of a one nothing game last night. Let's hear from the Marlins' ace, and he is going to be the Cy Young Award winner in 2022, Sandy Alcantara. Sandy, first off, a uh, first pitcher in Marlins history to go back-to-back seasons with over 200 innings pitched and 200 strikeouts. Just what does that accomplishment mean to you? Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you God for giving me the opportunity to be healthy over years. I mean, what an honor, you know, to be here in the morning, you know, doing everything I do, you know, go every five day to the mouth, you know, fighting. I think um, it feels so great, you know, I think... Um, I gotta say thank you, God, for everything. Tonight, really heavy on fastball changeup through those first five innings. Was that more, a, you know, a big focus of the game plan, or, or was that more because Brewers hitters weren't really making a lot of adjustments against the, those pitches? No, I think <laughs> I think we do that, you know, because my my slider today in the bullpen was not too good, you know. But I mean, 
since the game, you know, start going up, you know, I think um, I, st- I started throwing it. Mm-hmm. But I think um, I just used my 14 2 CM changer today, you know, and I got a great success. <clears throat> Donnie mentioned that there's conversation going on about whether or not you're going to make your last start, which would be the last game of the season. Do you want to be out there for that last game to have one more start at home? Just where, where are your thoughts on? Why not? I mean, if they say that I'm not going to start the game, I mean, I want to feel so bad, you know, because I want to finish strong, you know, finish all my start, you know, but I mean, I, I want to pitch, you know, I mean, let's see what they say. <clears throat> Any, not extra motivation, but you're more excited to face Burns, you know, the Cy Young winner last year, a good matchup like that. I mean, he great, you know, I mean, you guys can see what he did against us today, you know, I mean, especially when you got nasty caught like that, you know, I mean, and yeah, uh, both sides we do good. You know, I mean, we we fighting t- tonight. You know, they fighting tonight. You know, I mean, I mean, we got another opportunity tomorrow. Let's win tomorrow. And with your slider specifically, when you have a pitch, when you can tell during like your bullpen that one of your pitches isn't working, what are the challenges of feeling like you may be one weapon down when you're going into into a start? I mean, I don't have to to worry about it. You know, because I know I got more pitch to to fight it. You know, because I got. Um, Change to seam, four seam, and I got my corvo on my packet. You know, I don't use it too much, but I mean, yeah. Why, why I had to to feel so bad for myself? You um, struggle a bit with controlling the run game this year. Is that something? I guess moving forward, you know, the stolen bases that you'll try to I guess improve upon because it did cost you. I guess in that only run. I mean, everybody I got on base, they, they are fast runner. You know, I mean, they they wanna do everything to score run against me. You know, I mean. But I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I play. T- I, I'm like watching a, a lot the runners, you know. But I mean, you know, I'm trying to be quick to the home play, you know. But I can't, you know, because I'm tall guy, you know. And I wanna, and I don't wanna get hurt too. All right, that was Marlins right-hander Sandy Alcantara after another eight-inning masterpiece in Milwaukee last night. As we wrap things up, let's hear from the skipper Don Mattingly. Donnie, just starting with Sandy, you know, kind of big picture, back-to-back seasons with over 200 innings pitched, over 200 strikeouts, just what has stood out to you about really the growth he's gone through and just, again, his ability to work deep into ball games? Well, a lot to unravel there with that, but uh, what stood out really is just him getting better. Last year, we thought he was pretty good, you know, and and he just kind of keeps getting better. His confidence grows. See more on the attack. <clears throat> Never, this guy didn't really back off of anybody anymore. Um, seen him in the past where he's careful with certain guys. Now it's just like on the attack all the time. So um, yeah, it's hard to to put it on one thing, but he just kind of keeps getting better, which is the bar's pretty high, and he, he you know he's kind of setting it higher right now. Even tonight, just to start like this, where he's able to rely so heavily on kind of that fastball changeup combo for the first five innings. Where, yeah, you know, he used a slider yeah. until late. <laughs> were you surprised to see him be able to, to kind of work so easily with just really just a couple pitches? Yeah, Mel said he was like all over in the pen too, and so he didn't. We didn't know where it was going to go when he came out the first inning, and basically was one pitch away from the immaculate inning, and uh, and just kind of sailed from there. Didn't really have any trouble. The you know, the steal gets him in trouble. Guy steals a base where he ends up scoring. Um, yeah, that's kind of, you know, game. And we just weren't able to really get anything going all night. The plan was for him to uh, to make a start next week against the Braves. Is that still the plan as of right now? Well, it's something we, we 
what we want to talk about, you know, because there is some concerns with the amount of volume that he's thrown this year and things like that. So uh, something that, you know, we want to talk about. When you talk about Sam, you said last year he was good. You see him this year getting better. What's the next step for him to even build on what he's done this year? No, he'll, he, he can get better. There's more there from the standpoint of just a little, you know, more things that will be more subtle, you know, when to go up, when to bury pitches, you know, where he can use his four. And sometimes he'll try to get that two-seamer to run back on the on the lefty or the righty and leave it in the middle instead of just using the four and going up top and ending it. Um, so I think the the running game is something that you hope he continues to evolve with uh, – with everything that's going to happen next year with the rule changes, it's going to be a little different. He's not a guy that's really quick to the plate. It's hard for him to be quick. So we'll, we'll see what happens. So there's going to be an evolution with the running game next year, I think. So um, that's with all pitchers, so not just Sandy. But I think that's the one area, just the little small intricacies of, of a game that, you know, if if it is a 1-1 game or a one nothing game, the games he types, you know, kind of games he pitches, you know, those little things are, you know, have a chance to make a difference. Yeah, I was saying you've managed a couple of seasons for Kershaw, one Cy Young. Just how does the season kind of similar vibe to just type of dominance? Yeah, really similar. Um, <clears throat> just from the standpoint of, like, every time he walks out there, you really kind of, you know, with, with Sandy now and, and Kersh in the past, um, it, those years were like, you kind of know he's going. You can almost guarantee six, and it's and it's you know usually seven at least, and and then sometimes eight. And Sandy's even a little more. He's not quite the strikeouts, uh, but more the put the ball in play. But obviously deeper almost into every you know pretty deep into every game. Uh, offense, uh, nothing through eight. Guys have a chance in the ninth. Just what did you see collectively from the group? Obviously, Burns is Burns and being able to have a chance in the ninth. Yeah, Burns just doesn't give in. He doesn't throw anything on the plate. It's like everything's on the edge, it feels like, with him. Seeing like with him, like you don't, guys don't really get anything to hit or you got to really work to get something to hit. And he just doesn't seem to give in. I, I think that's, he's really good. Oh, uh, yeah, in the ninth, we, we kind of get something going and have, you know, have a couple of chances there. Uh, just weren't able to get that, get that hit. You don't see a lot of games like this anymore, just the way modern baseball is. So when you have two guys who are just dealing and up and down, can that kind of affect your offensive guys and their routine when it's going so quickly? Uh, I don't know. I mean, these games are crisp. When you when you get these kind of game, it, it seems like it's crisp and it's it's flowing pretty pretty good. Um, man, I, I think it's it's really there's a lot more games like this. It seems like you know the amount lack of offense. Uh, Kind of in the game, there's, there are some games where you feel like you're in the sixth and nothing's really happened. Um, and then so you're into the last couple innings uh, and it's this type of game. So I don't think that really affects everybody. I think it's a guy on the mound that's making quality pitches that makes it tough on you to put balls in play or hit balls, you know, square balls up. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's the quickness of the game. I think it's the guy himself out there. Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins fall one nothing to the Brewers last night. Game three of this series comes your way tonight at 7-10 Eastern Time, 6-10 locally in Milwaukee. Edward Cabrera on the mound for the Marlins will hit the air at 640 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.